Shots Made Yesterday podcast, a podcast for tomorrow. I'm Justin, and I'm here to talk about those memories for tomorrow. Hello, everybody. I hope this finds you well, and you probably noticed something a little different about the intro. It's a new intro. You guessed it. That's right. Just kind of felt like that was a good fit for for the podcast and for me, so I'm trying it. If you like it, let me know. Uh, if you don't, if you'd like for it to be changed, keep it to yourself. No, I'm kidding. You can let me know that as well. I'm always always want to have feedback. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please let me know. I would love to have you on. Uh, just been fun to be able to talk to everybody. Without further ado, let's hop over to today's interview. I'm joined today by the one, the only, Jim with Wild Gravity Travels. How are you, Jim? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. I Now, Jim had me on his podcast last year, the Wild Gravity Travels podcast, and that's, I kind of met him through that, and I had never really run into him before until... I think that was the first run-in we had was at Dollywood's reopening in June that yeah. I know of. So, Because we, we had yep. kind of talked about that at some point we would run into each other. And I was like, well, yeah, because that, that would be fun. So obviously, and we were talking about this earlier, we, we got there and everybody's wearing a mask. And somehow I was able to recognize Jim with his mask on. And yep. uh, I'm not sure how I did it, but I did. So... <laughs> You're a you're a superhero of sorts. <laughs> I got I got one point for uh, recognizing someone with their mask. On. You got two because you got Brent, and too. I got Brent. Uh, right? I can't I can't so. let I can't let that slip. So Jim is he's like I said he's uh, started wild wild gravity travels, uh, which they're they have a website and you can find them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. They do they cover the theme parks. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, obviously, and but I I wanted to ask Jim where his love for theme parks came from. Where did that Where did that start? Um, so it started in a little bit of an odd sense of the matter, I guess. Uh, it grew and it grew late. Like I was a late bloomer uh, as far as liking roller coasters, amusement parks, theme parks. Um, I actually was a gamer first, so. I played a lot of Roller Coaster Tycoon at home, oh. and uh, many people, as a matter of fact, I learned one of my friends hanging out at Kings Island the other day uh, didn't know this about me, but I actually was a lot more of a flat ride person. Like, I would ride swinging ships and the zipper and, like, your carnival and your fair rides for many, many years, but I would not touch a roller coaster. <laughs> uh, too scary. And... Uh, Suddenly, one day, we were on a school field trip. I think I was in, like, first year of middle school. I don't even know. And uh, one of my friends was like, well, you're always building these on Roller Coaster Tycoon. Don't you think it would be a good idea to do some field research and, uh, you know, ride them for yourself to see what you're building and, you know, what makes a difference? So it, it all started that, that day. Uh, we were on a school field trip, and someone kind of challenged me to that, and uh, I didn't back down for once. And we were at Geauga Lake, and I rode the uh, I rode the Raging Wolf Bobs, and uh, about 
halfway into the day, I had fallen in love and, uh, I had broken, ended up breaking away from the group because they didn't want to ride enough. And I got upset. <laughs> I got, I, I got obsessed very, very quickly. Um, uh. And then that, you know, piled on top of that. Uh, I was living in Northeast Ohio at the time. So piled on top of that, we ended up going to Cedar Point. And I think I went to Cedar Point. I ended up with a pass to Cedar Point that, that same year. And uh, I went to Cedar Point at least 15 times that year. And I just started meeting people. I learned about coaster enthusiasts about a year later. And it was sort of a mass obsession all at once. And that's basically where it came from uh the passion you know grew from working in the parks too so yeah and where did uh you you worked at disney is that right uh yep disney was one of the places i worked i worked at all four parks at walt disney world now did you do the did you do the college program i did uh (laughs) that was a little bit of a disappointment when i first did that i'm uh, I'm sure well, not for the reasons you all, everybody always hears about <laughs> you know, the low pay and the the long hours that they expect you to make. Uh, but it was actually at the time when they recruited people for the college program, you got you chose the department, but the department was very broad. So I chose operations, obviously, and operations consisted of uh, entrance, parking lot, and rides. Well, of course, me and my great luck got the parking lot. Ah. So my first uh, five months at Disney was mostly spent uh, in the MGM Studios parking lot at the time. Uh, And then I did some – I did extra shifts working Fantasmic, and eventually I found somebody that got me trained on Rock and Roller Coaster. And I kind of progressed through there. And once my college program was over, I had met Brent, and we stayed down there. And uh, I transitioned to full-time at Epcot and got on the test track and mission space. So life was a lot better after that, <laughs> well, <laughs> after but, the college program. And But, you know, still uh, that whole working your way, you know, you got to work your way up. So yeah. there's there's something to be said about that, the, the having that experience um, that not everybody gets. And um, – I will say I got recruited twice while I was working in Florida. Universal recruited me away oh. uh, by way of a friend who I had worked with at Cedar Point. Uh, Universal recruited me to be a team lead for the rides, and Disney was not offering me any movement. So that's when I made the jump to Universal. Ah. And uh, the same thing ended up happening with SeaWorld when Manta was new. Uh, there was there was new positions being created. SeaWorld was booming at the time. And... Uh, you know, so I got recruited away from Universal, which I always say was kind of a mistake to jump on that one because I think I'd be in a lot nicer place if I had stayed with Universal. But <laughs> you know, you, you go sometimes you you gotta be young and dumb and make the mistakes. That's right. So, so you had the you had the basis. You got it. You worked your way up. When mm-hmm. when did you start Wild Gravity Travels? When did that come into play? Oh, um, you know, I got a, I can't even think of the year. It's, <laughs> it's been a while. I know that it was the year before I started, I branched off from an, from an old site that I worked for somebody and I just really didn't like the direction and the way they were doing things. Uh, 
And so I, you know, I just kind of said one day, one night I said to Brent, I was like, I really would love to just do what I want to do with a website and do what I want to do with a YouTube page. And, uh, that's when it was, that's when the idea was born in about seven days later, thank goodness for the great technology in the world. Seven days later, I had a website. Uh, <laughs> that, so actually, and good. it started, yeah, I started the site. Um, wow. It's been, uh, four and a half years ago. Nice. So, uh, it's been, it's been an adventure. It's been, it's been fun. Uh, I will say that there's been some like long hours. I always say it's like oh, long sure. working hours with, with no pay, but I mean, who else can say that they have pictures and have had fun uh, watching coasters be built? And in my case, I watched Volcano Bay. I watched that site at Volcano Bay go from nothing but dirt to a water park, a water theme park. And, you know, I watched Mako go from just, you know, land by a lake at SeaWorld to a coaster. Right. And I've watched I've watched so much. I watched Orion grow last year, and well, that was fun. Yeah, I was going to say, I because uh, I vividly remember the whole process of, of Orion. If I wanted to know any part of the process of the building of Orion at Kings Island, I knew Wild Gravity Travels was going to have it, because uh, Jim was posting pictures every week. And it was yep. it was really cool. It's just and I love stuff like that. I love being able to watch it from the ground up. Well, so in in some ways, I like to do these spins because these are fun sometimes and they're really silly. So to start with, we were at as your first job working in the parking lot and then we've worked our way up. See? Ah, see what I did there? Ah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Connected the dots. Uh, uh, connect- yeah. yeah. Oh, now that's... And I, got, I, I, I do have to for, forgot I had to throw in there. I watched uh, – I actually – we had just moved back to Ohio just in time uh, to watch Steel Vengeance get built at Cedar Point, and I was on that about every other week. Oh, wow. Uh, so – And I have never – I've never made it to uh, up to Cedar Point, and I've got – it's been a long time since I've been to Kings Island. It's been a long time since I've been to Holiday World, um, and I don't know when – with everything going on, I don't know when those the time is going to be returning to be able to get back. So yeah. I just could. It's there's there's more of a need, possibly. I guess I could say for people like you that that are able to go and show it because there's always an audience. You know, like like we are recording this today, and they started doing like the previews for Walt Disney World. I'm not mm-hmm. going, you know, I'm just, I don't know the next time I'm going to go, but I find it fascinating to see what, you know, it's like, what is changing? And you and I, you, you and Brent, you all were there when, when, uh, Dollywood reopened last month and you all mm-hmm. were putting all of that together. You were there when Wildwood Grove opened at Dollywood last year. So there's always, there's just that need the of, and the desire to be able to see it first firsthand even if it's through somebody else at least that's yep. that's for me you know i mean i i enjoy it and it uh, even going back like with the orion build i got to watch you got more of a firsthand than i did but i still got to watch it and then right. that, that I mean, whole coolness and the um because you weren't just you don't just report on what you're seeing 
I don't it, it, so anybody if you're not familiar with Jim and Wild Gravity Travels overall, they don't just re, you know it's not just reporting. There you can tell they really enjoy what they're what they are doing, and that that's what makes it enjoyable to be able to follow along. Is is you know how you all the tone of how you all. Oh, do thank it. you. I and I like to do it informative too. Like I I know as a kid growing up. Like when I like I just told you in middle school and that I I loved roller coasters I loved building the roller coasters you know after I hit that point, and I always wanted to know more about the backstory and how things got built and yeah. and how things got created and that's what led me into the industry that's what led me to have a site and now like when I do those construction updates you know I see a lot of sites out there and good for them because I love following their coverage too. But a lot of them will just post pictures and say, here's what's going on, and they leave it at that. I like, I like to tell, you know, here's where we are. We're not quite to this point of the track yet. Right. I mean, I had followers all of last, like middle of last year. When's the track coming? When's the track coming? And I'm, you know, I'm telling them, I'm like, we're not there yet. We've got, we've got supports still to go. We've got concrete to be poured, you know. And then there was a point where I hit where I was like, okay, now where's the track? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I got impatient for a while but uh you know it was just it, to follow that process and to learn i mean i think that's what drives people to want to be in the industry you know to yep. be engineers and things like that to see that sort of stuff well so it's that it's a different feeling of being able to see it happening in real time and then just showing up and going oh well i like i mean i love uh i love the theming and the design of uh hollywood tower of terror at at Walt Disney World, you know, at, at the former MGM, rest rest its soul. Um, I, I much preferred MGM, and uh, but to have been able to watch that come to, to you know being built, that would have been just so cool to have actually oh, yeah. seen that. You know, I mean, it's cool and it's it's awesome in its current state. But just to kind of see that process, because there's a whole, well, it's it's something I could never design, and that's fascinating to me. Somebody has designed mm -hmm. that, and not only did they draw it down on paper and put it in a computer, somebody walked out there and went, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's like, what? I mean, even with Orion, I have no idea how they built tracks like that, but then seeing getting to see the tracks be brought out on the trucks. You know, you all had that. It's just, it's a totally different thing, and it's really cool. It's a neat process. Yeah, for sure. It's it's fun to follow along with, and, it, and it, you know, it builds the anticipation, and I know the parks really, most parks have really, really enjoyed, like, I've, I've heard literally from the, the marketing directors and stuff in the parks that love what love watching what we do. They're like, we can't share your content because you because you know you're always ahead of us with sharing what's going on and right. you know. But they're like, we love watching what you do. Like, I mean, I saw uh, I saw the uh, PR of marketing from Kings Island. I saw him on the Fourth of July on Saturday. And he's like, he's like, I loved your coverage from the beginning. He goes, I really wish I could have told you more at the beginning, but I just couldn't do it. And I said, you know, I completely understand. And he goes, he goes, as soon as you posted that first update of look at this blank, big piece of land being cleared, he's, he said, I knew you, I knew you were onto us. You, like, you had it. And, 
<laughs> and he's like, he's like, then I just followed your updates to know when I needed to go out to the park and, and take pictures of what we were doing because he goes, he goes, I watched your updates to know when it was time to go up the Eiffel Tower to take some pictures. So <laughs> uh, pretty neat, pretty surreal to hear that too. Well, so. yeah. What would you say is your most, has been the most challenging of the process of wild gravity travels and as a whole? Uh, what what would you say has been the biggest biggest challenge for you? Uh, well, it's sometimes it's getting overcommitted to the to the project to a certain project. Uh, I would say it's just balance. It's work life balance. Like you know, you have a lot of these major bloggers, and shout out to them for making it work. Uh, but that's their full time job, so all they do is parks. You know, and I think my biggest challenge is trying to find a balance between working a full-time job and running a full-time website. Yeah. So, uh, you know, sometimes I get overcommitted and, you know, I get to a beginning of a new project like Orion, like I did. And I say, you know, I'm going to give an update every single week on this coaster until it's done or until we have the last piece of track in place, <laughs> or I'm going to try to go almost every week. And I did. I and went, you did. Uh, oh yeah. 38 weeks straight, I believe is what it turned out to be of orion updates it, and it, then i took a break for a little while because nothing was going on right and then i came back uh when they started up towards the end again so and i took a, a week a week or two off here and there but i mean i was all over it all the way through and that you know that even being 15 minutes away from king's island which is a blessing in itself uh that becomes a commitment because now you've got yep. I think one of the biggest things people don't realize is what it takes to bring you a, a picture and a video update. You know, it's not only the two, three hour, sometimes two, three hour at most trip to the park to take video, to take content, to take pictures, make sure the pictures are right. And then it's coming home, editing the pictures, editing the video, putting the video on YouTube, sharing it. By the time that whole process is done, you're talking about at the very least, a solid eight-hour workday just for one update. Right. So, I, you know, that's that's the biggest everyday challenge, but there hasn't really been, like, one big hurdle. Uh, you know, I haven't had any huge issues with it. It's just keeping the site going and, you know, renewing the renewing the uh, contract to keep my <laughs> domain, my, my website domain, which is fun every couple years. Oh, and, yeah. I'm um, sure. And you've got, you also have, uh, so Jim, you're located in Ohio. Yep. And he also has, because uh, Ray is out in Florida. Is that right? Yes. Is he still out yeah, there? So, so Ray is a contributor to the to the website as well. And um, did he make it out today to Disney or is he I heading out soon? don't think he made it out to, to, to today. Uh Today was mainly like cast member day, even though I know we saw a lot of bloggers out there. So either everybody knows somebody yeah, or no kidding. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but he didn't make it out there. He's been doing a lot of Universal, I know. And he's been yeah. doing a lot of SeaWorld, Aquatica, Bush Gardens. He's been he's been living the life since the parks reopened. Uh, but yeah. yeah, he does. So, I, I mean, that's what is um, I don't know. It feels like it fits your name. You know, it's it is it's a wild, especially now. It's a wild time, 
and that gravity is pulling at every corner. So you all have the north, the northern part, and Ray's got the southern part. And yep. but there is plenty, plenty going on. And and we've got I will I will shout out we've got Michael now who actually moved from Orlando he moved to uh, Seymour Tennessee which if you don't know is about oh. thirty minutes from Dollywood now nice so now we've kind of got a pseudo Pigeon Forge coverage right in the area yeah and you know he keeps telling me he goes well you don't have to come down for all the Dollywood media events anymore I was like but I like coming down for <laughs> Dollywood media events those are fun like Dollywood has always been the be- one of the nicest parks to us and they invite us down and you know I I start I get an invite from them a week before the event and I'm I'm instantly talking to Brent like how do we rearrange our schedule how can I make this event like right. I want to go down there and Brent's like Brent's like they're just showing off flowers do you really need to go to that yeah <laughs> Yes, and I'm like, we've got yeah, to. I do because the flowers were beautiful. So, <laughs> oh, they were. Oh, there. It's nice. It is a really. Uh, we're talking about the the Dollywood's flower and food festival. It it is it's spectacular. I mean, I I just think, and I think when it's when it comes back next year, and is actually in the right time. Yeah. The, it's gonna even it's gonna be even better, and I would be fine if they went ahead and tried to figure it out so that it could be, you know, from April through July. I mean, it's just it's a really yeah. it's really nice. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So you got to make it. We we've, we've talked about Orion and Kentucky uh, Kentucky Kingdom. Oh my, Kings <laughs> Island just opened. Uh, it was last week, right? First first week of July. Yes, Kings Island and uh, yeah, Kings Island opened Orion last week. So, how was it? You finally you've been watching it for a. I mean, it's been a year, right? That, that you've <laughs> I, been watching. I mean, pretty I much. watched. Uh, oh, more than that. We uh, let's see. The first pictures of dirt I took were opening weekend at Kings Island, and that would have oh. been April of last year. So, so it, over a year. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So, and I mean, I watched Firehawk come down, so to make room for Orion, the old right. coaster Firehawk. But, well, how was Orion? You're going to be the first to hear my my review because Ooh. I haven't even posted. I haven't. Uh, you can say this is your exclusive because Ooh. I haven't. I don't like to give a lot of reviews because you know everybody's opinion is valid and everybody's opinion is their own. They everybody has a different experience with things right um orion's a great ride uh it's not the best ride in my book in the world uh but it is a great fit for king's island it is full of wonderful elements uh the element like the helix like element they call orion's belt uh which is really cute (laughs) name and i I love it that's cool Uh, the first wave turn is really forceful i would will say I heard a lot of people reviewing it early on that they liked it in the back of the ride. I wasn't a huge fan of riding towards the back. I did like I did get a two front seat rides um, so far, and I, I love the front seat. Like, the front is where it's at for me. Uh, the ride got a lot better for me after I rode in the front. I rode in the back first, ah. um, and I didn't, you know, I kind of got off, and I was like, it was kind of short, which a lot of people say it's short. It is. Um it's not uh, – another big question I get asked is, is it your favorite coaster at Kings Island? It's not. Um, 
But again, it's a solid fit. It's a great right. ride. It's it's very re-rideable. That's that's the best part about it. So you know, if you're at the park and the park happens to be having a, a really quiet crowd day, and you can you can re-ride Orion multiple multiple times. It's a fun ride. Um, I love the theming. Area 72 is very well done. There's so many Easter eggs in it. There's too many to count. Uh, I mean, it, and it, there's just so much in there. They they did Kings Island went above and beyond on that part. I give them full credit for Area 72. They've got this cool color changing meteorite uh, or meteor that's crashed into the side of the building, oh. and uh, like a little burn marks on the building, and you know the meteors in the ground and there's a little like research van next to it. There's just so much. And, uh, but to, to your original question, it's a great ride. Um, your, your other fellow coaster enthusiast listeners have asked me or have asked, uh, that I hear, they say, you know, is it better than fury? It's not better than fury. I find fury to be a little overrated in my opinion. So that's not a whole lot of kudos. <laughs> uh, my favorite coaster is still Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. My favorite Giga coaster is still Millennium Force through and through. And I have not ridden I haven't ridden any of those. So I I have right. no <laughs> I have no opinion on that. Uh but I now about Orion I was going to say I um even with your coverage and even what King's Island was putting out it really never seemed like they were trying to force it to be uh, more than it yeah. is. Does that make sense? Right. Like I never, you yeah. know, it was just like, hey, we are excited to offer you a new roller coaster, and this is what we're going to be doing. And leading up to it, you were talking about the all the Easter eggs, because that is the coaster that had the wall up that they kept putting up new um, mm. posters outside. Am I right? Yeah, boy, was that a challenge to and, get one of those every yeah. few days. And so those of you that are that are listening, I, I just challenge you to go back and read those posts that Jim put up. Because Kings Island did a really nice job of constantly teasing at this. It was, they did. It, it, was, it was really well done. It really was. That's, and that was something I told Don bef- after the Orion announcement last year. Uh, Don Helbig, who I mentioned I talked to before, I told him, I was like, you are the best, one of the best amusement park marketing people out there. Because he came up with Tiawatki, the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. Uh, not, the, not the song. But, you know, everybody played the song after that, of course. Uh, um, you know, he came up with that hashtag. Everybody's like, why are we doing this? Why is the name Orion? You know, why? Why is how does this work out? And then we heard the story and it all tied together. And everybody, oh, OK. I mean, you, you're right. Those and that week, though, that couple weeks that they were putting a new poster up every other day, you talk about biggest challenges for a website that's one where i'm trying to do a weekly update and i no sooner get a weekly update published and there's another poster and then i go out and i update the i update the weekly update with the new poster and two days later there's another poster and i'm just like throwing my hands up in the air going oh my gosh how am i gonna do this and you know nobody wants to see 10 videos in five days about about new posters going up around orion but that's that's just how it went, but and, it, it uh, worked well. It and it, I mean, you know, t- to your credit, it's it's that dedication. I mean, you've 
that was something you wanted to do. So you could have just said, I'm not going to do it. And just kind of, eh. But there might be one person that really looks at that. That's kind of how I feel uh, just some silly things that I do. I'm like, okay, if I, it doesn't matter. If just one person is looking forward to that, that's worth it for to me. Yep. You know, it's just, uh, that would be great. That would be, that would be great. Nobody else cares but oh, yeah. one. Sure. So, yep. I, and you know, every time I see like one person say something appreciative about a post, like I'll post some very, you know, I know some of my videos get messy and I'll post a very like messy video, but I'll say, Hey, look at, here's what's going on. And I share that. And somebody will say, oh, thank you for sharing this. I hadn't seen this yet. Or, you know, thanks for your continued coverage. I got a lot of that last year. Thanks for staying up on this so much. And, you know, that's that's another thing that kind of made it worth going out there all the time was just looking forward to, you know, making people happy that couldn't go to the park every week or can't go to the park every week. Yeah. for, For those people that are stuck working the parking lots of Disney World, you were taking care of giving, <laughs> helping them move yeah. forward. <laughs> oh, how how cool! It's it's there's always a process, and now, um, you know, we're filled with with everything changing with COVID nineteen. We're reinventing everything. You know, yep. I mean, whatever. It's that same. Here we are. We go to Dollywood. Okay. But I kind of have to forget what it was before last year because everything's new for the most part. Right. You know, it's just new and processes. And that's that changes things, but it still gives people like you a reason to keep going, you know, because there's right. still well, that desire to know. If you'd have told me two, three years ago that some of the biggest updates I'd be doing for a while on my site or on my social media pages. I haven't really posted them to the site because that's that's a little more heavy lifting than I'd like to do. Um, uh, if you'd have told me that like my biggest question to be answered in 2020 was going to be people asking how well are they in enforcing safety procedures? What kind of safety procedures are they doing? How well are people listening yep. at this park or at that park? You know, that was the first thing I got when I posted stuff about Dollywood was people were like, how how much enforcement is actually taking place or how much are the people going to the park really listening to it? And, you know, that's just it's been a, a flip or like the safety protocols. Like I, I can talk safety about coasters and rides and stuff all day, but. I never thought that people would actually want to hear about things right. like that, like sanitization of how often are they sanitizing the trains? Somebody asked me that the other day when we were at Kings Island on the yeah. 4th of July. And I was like, I, um, I think it's every hour. I'm not standing there watching them, but right. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it is an, it's ever changing and more, more change than anything at this point in time. It, it 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 is it's very odd it's very odd uh yeah. i one more question i guess i lied it was going to be three questions so one more That's question okay. next time cuz i always ask people this next time you go to dollywood first thing you're going to do mm. well let's see right now we're planning to go to dollywood in the fall so i'm hoping mm-hmm. the pumpkin festival is happening 
Is that what it's called? Great yeah. Pumpkin Fest? So, yeah, the uh, Luminites. Yeah. Great, oh, yes. Great, great Pumpkin yeah, Luminites, pumpkin yeah. Yeah, Great Pumpkin Fest is, yeah, the Halloween stuff up here. I, I get them all mixed up. Uh, well, but it has pumpkins. Yes. The names <laughs> and, are interchangeable uh, for the most part. <laughs> right. Um, yes. So I have still admittingly never seen uh, Great Pumpkin Luminites at Dollywood yet. Oh. So I'm hoping to take that in so the first thing i'll probably do is i'll probably walk around and enjoy the sights and sounds uh probably take a a spin on lightning rod because that's the place to go at the park and uh my guilty indulgence i guess my other guilty indulgence at that park is uh is the two other kids family ride family coasters i love fire chaser express and i love dragonflyer Oh, so yeah, and I I don't know if you, um, if I had told you before or not. My son, he rode. I think that was on the preview day in March. We got him on Fire Chaser Express, so that was his first, um, big roller coaster. Basically, he wow. like he likes Whistle Punk Chaser, you know, there by Thunderhead. But we got him right. on it. But it had been so many months since we had been back. We didn't get him on it when we went in June because I was like, well, I kind of hate to ruin the trip if it doesn't go as well. Cause he's, you know, it, I mean, uh, the age, it's just, it's just enough of a terror to scare a three-year-old. So, yep. uh, and, and but it's uh, not and that then bad. You're, and so. then you're ruined for, and then you're ruined for a decade waiting to try right. to go again. <laughs> right. Speaking so. from a, Speaking from a small bit of personal experience on that one. It just kind of so. do, does you in. But Dragonflyer, I can't wait to get him on Dragonflyer. That one is, it's just, it. I mean, I'm, it's an incredibly short ride, but it is an incredibly awesome ride. It's just yeah. a lot of fun. I mean, that and I know, tunnel and that overbank, you yeah, know, it's... It, it's I talked to you about it that was when I came on your podcast last year and got to write it, and it's still just as good. It's still just as fun and just as exciting because that – and every – like you were talking about with Orion, every um, location on Dragonflyer is a totally different ride. Every, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, every seat, the front is totally different than the back. I think the back on Dragonflyer is more of a thrill ride than the front. And Agreed. It's just, you know, so I, I, they got, Dollywood got a whole lot when they got Dragonflyer. Yeah, they did. And uh, they, they're been getting pretty good at building those, those gem of a, like, mid-level. They're not extremely thrilling coasters, mm-hmm. but they're still just enough to, that, you know, families can enjoy them, and I, that's what I really like. I mean, it's a. I've had people going to Dolly. I know a couple friends that actually finally made it to Dollywood for the first time ever because of you know Dollywood being one of the few parks open at the time. Yep. And they came up and went to the park, and they were like, "Is that supposed to be a kids coaster? Because it doesn't feel like one." <laughs> you know, and I'm like, "Well." That's just that's just what they want. They don't yep. want you to feel like you're on a kiddie coaster. They want you to feel like you're just on a coaster and it's but kids can still ride it. Right. It's just perfect for uh I think that one would be like the best bigger roller coaster for for any kid to ride. Like the the introduction. Yeah. You know, if you went straight from uh Whistlepunk Chaser 
to Dragonflyer. I mean, that, like that. Oh, yeah, that absolutely. would just be that would just be great. It would be a a good. So that's kind then, of kind of my plan for my son to try to get him to there you uh, go to ride it because he's he's I think he's right at the the height. So we'll we'll see what the uh, the coming months bring us. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for well, sure. Jim, where can obviously I've said the name a lot? WildGravityTravels.com. Where else can people find you? Um. My biggest presence is on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, YouTube, you can just search Wild Gravity Travels or uh, probably Orion Construction <laughs> at this point. Uh, um, or any other construction project I talked about. Uh, but our YouTube page is, is flourishing uh, thanks to people like you sharing our stuff. And uh, I really appreciate it. Um, and we have a Twitter page at Wild Gravity Travel, uh, T R V L at the end, because Twitter doesn't let you have enough characters to spell yeah, it out. I know, you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Facebook, just search Wild Gravity Travels, and we're all over the place there. We have an Instagram too. I'm trying to get that more active. Not quite there yet. So, Inst- and we don't do the podcast anymore as much as I loved having you on. It's was just a bit of a time consumer uh, for me. At I, I get time. that. I get that. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, I actually went back to, to college, so that was one of the sacrifices I made when I went back into school. Was <laughs> to you know I I needed to find time somewhere, so that's where well, I don't. And I see I I went back last May, so I hadn't started this yet. Um, so I I guess it kind of we, we just flip flopped. That's all we did. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. And I'm happy to come on anytime you, you, you need somebody to talk talk coasters that, or, or or amusement parks. So That's that sounds good. And if you all if you're uh need any information on King's Island, go go check out Jim with Wild Gravity Travels cuz yeah. um he's And shoot he me a message on Facebook or or comment on one of the videos. I'll try to try to answer any questions or, you know, I'm most helpful through Facebook messenger. We get some messages through there and, uh, love help. Brent helps out with answering the questions and stuff like that. So we try to keep people's questions answered, uh, especially with all of the new questions with things going on now, right. The way they are. Yep. All right. Well, Hey Jim, I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me. Be sure to connect with me on Twitter at SnapshotsMade, on Instagram and Facebook at SnapshotsMadeYesterday. And remember, those snapshots made yesterday are the memories for tomorrow. Thanks for listening.